Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Raymond's Weekly Podcast. I'm sitting here with Tony McKinnon. We call him T-Mac on a wonderful November afternoon. We're actually getting ready for our men's conference start, starting tonight. We're so excited about what's going on. And um, one of our speakers at the men's conference is also here. We're, this is part two of Pastor Roddy Schaefer. Um, he's he's we, we, was with last week, and he's here again. And now, Roddy, last week we talked to, about um, your experiences at Rama, and you know before Rama, and how you got to Rama. So let's talk about after Rama. So you graduate. So what happened after graduation? Did, did you leave the day after? <laughs> pretty much, pretty much got out of here and uh, went back. Like I was saying on the other uh, last week, that the Lord dealt with us to go back to help out with our home church and uh, went back and took the youth group there. was youth pastor, outreach pastor, and associate pastor back in Louisiana. And uh, yeah, things are going you, awesome. Usually whenever you're, you're youth pastor, that means you're a slash pastor. Slash. Every other yeah, thing yeah, yeah, what, Whatever needed. the pastor Funeral does or want you to do. Slash, forward slash, <laughs> everything. Yeah. So went back and just plugged in, put her head down, plugged in, and uh, got busy with helping and um, began to do outreach took on a more more of evangelist kind of an evangelist now even trapped in a pastor's body and uh, really prefer evangelism and uh, so was and it all kind of caught on fire there in Louisiana we were when I left to come to Raymond we were able to go into all the high schools and preach the gospel and then after that it just it kind of multiplied into out of the four walls and just seeing God do amazing things so just uh just coming here proving that everything we had been equipped with we were going to go out with and we started doing the youth outreach we started the youth group with 12 kids and it got up to about 200 and it was just going into the schools and bringing them in and uh it was uh putting to practice what Rama put in us is what I like to say too, and we just went. And, and for, for those of you listening, I mean, because Minda, Louisiana, is not a big town. You know, <laughs> no, for it to have two hundred kids in a youth group is, is 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 really significant. Yeah, it was, it was fun to watch what God did, and yeah. uh, and you know, about two thousand eight, uh, two thousand nine, the Lord started dealing with me to go pastor, and I argued with him. And I didn't want to pastor because I didn't want to see the same people every week. You know, I really wasn't <laughs> interested in seeing them sit there and amen. And I was more excited about outside the church, going out and evangelism. And uh, but I obeyed eventually and got. He said uh, when we went to Florida, he said I want to make that an outreach center. So it was a hub, is what he told me. I'm gonna like a wireless hub where the information comes in, then it shoots out. And I said. Well, we, we we will have to shoot out, or I'm I'm not just don't don't want to just be a uh, teaching center because you, you don't shoot out, you're gonna burn out. Yeah, yeah. And we got down there, started the church in uh, Niceville. Actually, didn't start it. Assumed another Rama church. I told that a little a little while ago um, that the Rama church that was already there was you know it's older gentleman uh, Richard Businger, amazing man. Him and his wife had that church, and it was it got up to over 100, and then it got, got back down because they both got sick, older uh, couple. And they were down to about six ladies in the Holiday Inn, and I went down there, and the Lord put that area on our heart to go scout out. And uh, we said, okay, there's a Rama church up here in Niceville. And we were looking in Destin, Fort Walton Beach. And uh, we 
went on the RMAI website to see where's the church here. So we went and said, let's go visit this one and just tell them we're looking at the area. And that one thing led to another, and uh, he ends up telling us that, you know, he was looking to step down and do some things and wasn't real excited about the, you know, possibilities of six old ladies starting a church with six old ladies. I was thinking more young and energetic, you know, we're going to get a vibrant <laughs> thing going here, you know. But the Lord said, watch what I do with those six old ladies. Watch what we're going to do. Take that. After I, two weeks of praying, almost arguing, and then him having me back in to preach, like to those, they, had, they got it up to about 12 for that one. You know, it was a big crowd. <laughs> so it was <laughs> a lot of fun. And uh, took the church. It's, it, it ups and downs. Uh, I, was, I was talking earlier, too, uh, just how... We've went through a whole lot of hard places, a lot of church splits, a lot of things. We, we moved into our fourth building. Uh, we just wrote a check for it for $1.65 million. We wrote the check. We owe nothing on it. And, uh, Hallelujah. Yeah. And, but from the one, from, and I just wanted to jump from the six ladies to that. Yeah. There's a lot in between because we've had three different staffs. We had secretaries leave, associates leave, youth pastors leave. We've had people come and go. One, one told me one time that, you know, I'm, you're, you're Elijah and I'm going to be your Elisha. I'll be here when the mantle falls. <laughs> they lasted about a year and a half. So <laughs> they're not there no more. Well, and what I said to Brother Tony earlier too, and, I, and, and to you, I believe, but if you had to go through the hardest things you ever went through to get the best things you ever had, would you go through the hardest things that you've ever been through? Mm-hmm. We went there with an outreach vision. I went, and I had 18 wheelers on a uh, projector ho- in that hotel room with those six ladies. Wow. I was showing 18 wheelers to these people. Amazing. We're going to get stages. We're going to get, we're going out into the, uh, out of the church to go out and preach the gospel in the open air. If we got good news, we better tell somebody. Yeah. And. I've had I had two old ladies look at me and said I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I said that's all right, Mildred. You don't have to go, but you can pay for it. You know? <laughs> so write a check, you know. And I mean, we were behind on our building though. We were I had banks calling the church just to be real. We had a we went from. Uh, Two months behind, three months behind on a building note, up and down finances, people coming, people going, people getting flaky, people falling off. Look at you, tell you one thing, and then do something else. And uh, but there was a lot that's of hard just, places. That's just people being people. People yeah. are being people. <laughs> but for ministry, if you're going to lead in ministry, you better be. What? Who said that earlier about the? Uh, I forget who I was talking to about tough as a rhino. Yeah, heart of a rhinoceros and the yeah. heart of a child. Yeah, and you just got to be, you know, it's not personal. You know, a lot of the people that we found out, you know, when we went into ministry is they had issues before they met us. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> us, you know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we just, our job is to preach the gospel. You just you gave know? the issue a name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we called it out and taught on it, and, you know, but but it was, it's it's been amazing because our, we, we sh- cast the vision didn't you know everything was going great in Louisiana actually we had a I had a business I had a preaching every weekend somewhere had the youth pastor job was going into schools and for the Lord to tell us to go to Florida I said well Lord uh, you had I not stepped out and we went to Florida nothing would have happened that that has happened and it's what we what we're doing now is going into other churches to do outreaches for them we want to help other church because I know this I've said it for years there can't be a pastor alive who gets close to Jesus who don't have a heart 
for the lost. Mm, there yeah. is not one studying and really fellowshipping with Jesus that don't want to go to the lost, but it's kind of intimidating for people. We've yeah. been doing it 24 years, and it's the funnest thing I do. I get out to, I mean, I, I like talking with people drinking malt liquor. You know, I really do. I like wait, talking wait, with uh, people. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. We, we, we need to make sure we clarify. Yeah, yeah. He, Roddy's, oh, not no. drink, Roddy's not the one drinking the I'm malt liquor. I'm not drinking it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. people. Yeah. I like to walk up on the front porch with a guy smoking stuff and Talk to him. So, know? so they, Roddy's completely sober when he talks to these yeah, people. Yeah. They're drinking the malt liquor. I and, have a story and, tomorrow. And smoking I'm the, share, smoking so we'll, the stuff. Yeah. You know, so I, I just want to make sure for you people in India and all the people that Roddy's yeah. not the one drinking the malt liquor. The last <laughs> men's meeting I did, I'll just throw this little Mate. share it tomorrow. But everyone that at the last men's meeting I did was smoking weed and drinking rum. Everyone, and we had men. Born again and uh, not yeah. not including Pastor Roddy. It wasn't in a church, that, so we I, not me. I, but I might probably well, got secondhand. You just said everybody. <laughs> no man, I mean getting out. What we have, I mean, if we have it, I mean, I've said it for years. If you know about a good restaurant, a good steak, a good movie, you tell people. Tell it. You yeah. got a good God. We've been saying for years. I don't really. I called him when I was in Louisiana, the best kept secret in the entire world. We had a lot of undercover Christians, camouflage Christians. And if we got this uh, good God that we say we got, we really better get up and get out and go do something with it, take him to the world. I mean, there's no scripture I see where God commanded the world to come to church. I see where he commanded the church to go into all the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, we got it flipped. We think everybody ought to come to church. I think yeah. everybody in the church ought to go to the world. I think we'll see a lot more. Signs, wonders, follow the word, preach. We're not looking yeah. for signs in the church. He's, God's, I, I mean, the Lord dealt with me a while back, and he said it's actually the healing revival of the early healing revival, then the teaching revival we were involved with for mm-hmm. when we were coming through. He said it's over. Teaching revival's over. Now it's the doing revival. Now you've got to do what you've been taught. And if you're not going to do it, it's just not going to be another book, a teaching, a we've got to stir the people to get out. We've got to stir the people to get up and go and do what it is God's called the church to do. I believe this is the greatest time to be alive in human history. I don't think there's never going to be another time like this. And if we're going to see Jesus come back, we have to go out. We have to, if we know it, I mean, if we got the great I am living inside of us, you know, it is street time. It's not church time. It's time to get out and go to the streets. And uh, that's just where, you know, some people don't agree with that. It's amazing that they don't. But even I've had pastors argue, well, you know, you, you, know, you, you can't go out there and get them saved because who's going to disciple them? They got the Holy Ghost now. Bill Bush used to teach us that. I don't have to, I mean, there's two different, top, uh, t- I don't know if we're getting off right now, but <laughs> there's two different things in the Bible that talks about go into all the world and make disciples. And then Acts 1.8 says, it says, go into all the world and be my witnesses. You're going to witness a lot more people than you disciple. You'll disciple probably a handful, five to ten in your lifetime. That's pouring into. You can't make it aside, but you can go out and be an open witness for everybody to hear and see the good God that you know and that you have. So if you can't tell, outreach is what we're all about. Outreach (laughs) and Children's is a vision of our church as Champion Life, Fort Walton Beach. We now have bought the 18 wheelers we had on the screen. We own. We we paid cash for. The... Uh, the stage trailer like Garth Brooks has that we got, we paid cash for it. The RV that we went with, we share a little bit about going out to hurricane relief. We got that. We owe no man nothing, but we're just going. We want to come to churches and help you get out. Uh, you're not going to see a believer get real excited about the word until you do it. 
you know, hands-on training is yeah. the best training. So, yeah. so do you have a website if someone wants to check check out your a championlife.com a, a champion a, a, a it's champion. all run one, run together a championlife.com. All right. So, and so Roddy, can, can you share? Because I mean, one of the biggest testimonies that I've heard, you know, is is how the Lord blessed you with, with some of this money to be yeah. able to go. And and do outreach because you heard the bank was calling. Yeah, yeah, because 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 last time you know, so you left off the, the bank was calling. So, yeah. so let's let, go back let, to the bank calling. Yeah, you know, let, let everyone know because you know we know the story. Everybody, you know, well, but, they say but, a thousand churches a month close. I think in yeah. the U.S. every month for financial reasons. And, and so, um, you know, you know, I mean, your story is 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 how God will provide exceedingly abundantly more than we can ask or think. You know, and um. You should have asked her if think you don't more. quit. <laughs> you can quit right that, before it happens. That's the key. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to keep going. And that's back to that again. If you got to go through the hardest things to get your best things, will you go? And because there's, God's faithful. There's yeah. not a risk. There's not a, you know, there is, it's, he said it. It's out. Your great catch is out in the deep. If you got to get out in the deep, that's where it is. He it's not need, risky. He just needs you to be like a Georgia Bulldog hunker down. Or a, yeah. Well, really an LSU Tiger. If, if I was going to really say now, um, but you know, but not an Oklahoma Sooner. Yeah. But well, uh, now listen, because I'm, I'm sure there's a number of, of, of folks listening. We have a lot of pastors listening. You know, maybe that they, they were where, where yeah, you were. Yeah. yeah. They got the bank calling. It seems like it's so tough. It oh, seems man. like. I mean, you know, obviously. From the outward standpoint, our economy right now is, is not the the best in the world. Um, you know, people you know people have to spend more money, which means they're probably giving less money to the church and all these kind of things. And so, there's a lot of financial issues. There is, and, and a lot of people are are really concerned. But but I want you to give your testimony well, because it's an awesome testimony. I'll start it by saying 2020 was the best year we ever had in our life. Because yeah, I prophesied that. <laughs> there you go. 2020, I've never had a good as good a year as I ever had, and. Um, COVID. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, COVID, COVID, COVID. And I said, I don't know, man. I'm just not playing. We're not playing COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not playing the down economy. Now, we did outreach when we were broke. I'll throw that out there, too. Yeah, we're not yeah. doing outreach now. We did it broke. Yeah. We did it negative. We did it believing. We did it. Yeah. We've done it forever. It just get, It's getting more organized and better now than what we've done before. We've always done it. Always. Yeah. And always will. So... But what happened was uh, we, we started off in the hotel room with the six old ladies, and then we got over to the 3,900-square-foot building that my wife said looked like a David Koresh compound-looking building. It looked like people wouldn't want to go to it. Just a center block building there with a green door on it. You know, it's like, come in, come in. You know, it's like we had to make it look a little better, put a sign on it, do some things. But we went from there, and then my wife is the big faith person. She found this 30,000-square-foot building that had been a church using it and a school was using it, and they failed and went under and cut, closed the doors, like we said a lot of churches do, close up. They closed, and they were, that building had been empty, stunk, mold. I mean, you know, it's been sitting there in a hot Florida sun just beating down on it for a, a year and a half. My wife said, I think we need that building. <laughs> I said, man, I don't know if we need 200 parking spots. 30,000 square foot, yeah, we, you know, we had gotten the church up in the, in the small building to, you know, up, down, up, down, how it goes. So we stepped out there from paying 1500 a month rent to 8500 a month rent. It's a big we step. learned faith over <laughs> here at Ramah, you know. So it's like God's big, or if he can't pay it, we're in trouble. So, and, you know, it wasn't him that couldn't get it paid. Some of the time it was us. But, uh, 
But we got over there, remodeled that building for five years. Uh, it's a longer story. Uh, I don't know how long we got. but You got as long as you want to the, go. <laughs> the, the building we started leasing. It was for lease from a bank in Florida. I won't say the name of it because that bank failed. And we were in a lease with them mm -hmm. for this building. That bank failed. The first bank in Florida to fail that year was the bank we were leasing this building from. Our lease said we had first right of refusal. They wanted $2.8 million for the building. I don't know if you want me to say numbers or anything. Uh, you yeah. can say whatever Good. you want They to wanted $2.8 million for it, and we were a little old church with little old ladies. and did you know Some of them could write big checks, but not most. I mean, the Lord dealt with me uh, to to use the people there to get everything to where we are right now and not to go outside because I knew a lot of people with money in Louisiana and when we needed money I'd sometimes knew where to go kind of get it Lord says stop and don't do that anymore I'm going to supply the need through the people that I sent you mm -hmm. yeah. so these ladies uh, in the church we got over there got it remodeled started getting a lot of uh, growth happening and then uh, that bank failed and I got a call from the FDIC that said uh, we've assumed all of their assets and now you have uh, one week to match the offer that or we'll call you in one week and tell you how much we want for the building or how much they wanted 2.8 but we're not going to ask that uh, we'll call you back so they called me back two a week or so later and said we want one million for this already a almost two million dollar blessing right there to get in it which we didn't even have the, we didn't have any money to get in it we just had to use faith yeah. you know faith is what we had to step on like the big face shield on top of the church. You know, it works when you work it. It don't work if you don't work it. But we had to step out and said, well, we're going to get it. You know, we're, it's our speaking the word, speaking the word. So somebody made an offer on the building, for, and they put 50000 down. And if we had, to, we had five business days to match their offer, because we had first right of refusal yeah. on, the paper, on the lease. And uh, we had five days to match it and that's when I, my wheels went to spinning and said this money man in Louisiana this money man in Louisiana get over there get that 50,000 and then keep this building I was about to do it and the Lord said don't leave it's in the building the money's here mm. and I said where <laughs> all I see is a bunch of broke people you know I mean really they didn't there was no business people in our church no big business no big check writers so we had a Wednesday night and a Sunday morning because it was about a Tuesday. We had Wednesday night service, and I put, they wrote, FDIC wrote a letter to Living Faith Christian Center, and I put them on every chair in the church, and I said, y'all, you got mail. Mm, I said, good, I'm not Roddy. living faith. You are. Wow. Yeah, You're, that's good. I'm, this is Pastor Rod. I'm not living faith. You're the church. Yeah. We got to get this 50000 in in five days, and I want you to. We'll dance, we'll shout, we'll do all of that and dance around the papers and stomp on them and whatever else we got to do, but we also going to have to write checks. Write checks, yeah. Well, I didn't know it, uh, but we took up that offering that night. Ushers brought the little sheet back to me. It said 28000 come in on a Wednesday night service with about 25 people there probably. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, they've been holding out. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Where's all this coming from? Well, they had it, you know, lady, some in savings, some in retirement. They just had let, felt led of the Lord to give. And then by that next Sunday, we had the other, I think, 30000 come in on it. We went over and uh, put the money down, got the building. That was one, the first testimony on that building. But the second one is the big one. And we, uh, we owed a million. And about three years later, we was in the middle of, we had the fir first uh, front 17000 was church, children's, 
in a fellowship hall, things like that, that we had converted it to. And then I was just starting to work on a, a 13,000 square foot youth room in the back with a cage basketball court and uh, all kind of stuff in it and had the cage basketball court up and was beating all the kids in basketball. But, <laughs> but we also uh, was, I mean, it was hot, sweaty work. I started getting texts from uh, this company saying we'd interested in purchasing your building. I said, this thing not for sale. I said, delete, deleted the text. Next, I got an email from the same company. We're interested in your property and purchasing your property. I delete, I'm working on a youth room. We about to have a youth revival. It's about <laughs> to be awesome. Well, uh, sitting, uh, sitting on my couch in my living room on a Saturday morning, drinking a cup of coffee, with an LSU hat on and an LSU <laughs> shirt. And it's like in 2019, so it was a good year there for us. <laughs> and uh, so I'm getting ready to watch us beat Georgia pretty good. <laughs> I think we had like seven touchdowns on them in the first half. Yeah, that wasn't but a good year. You want to talk about that a little no. bit? No. We <laughs> talked about this year and last year. Yeah. 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 Well, we're not They didn't there quit, yet. though. Yeah. We didn't. Yeah. Anyway, sitting there, I said, let me talk to this guy. You know, let me talk to him. I walked out of my back deck of the house and I said, listen, man, I said, I don't, I don't know what you keep calling. I'm not, we're probably not interested. It was, I just want to at least talk to you, you know, and he ends up saying that they want to give us fair market value for the building plus pay to build us another building, same fair market value. I said, you hold on. <laughs> I said, hold up. I said, now you are going to give me fair market and I knew fair market on it which was triple what we owed. And then I said, you're also going to, uh, you're also going to pay, to pay to build us another church. He said, uh, he said yeah, he said, I, that's what we're willing to do. I said, well, uh, let me check with my people. <laughs> 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 let me check with our people here and just go by the, we had to run it by the board and talk, and I said, look, man, you know, and I've heard Pastor Mark Hankins, which we follow a lot, too. He said, uh, church is not sheetrock, it's people. Mm -hmm. So it's not a building. It's about reaching people. And our vision was to reach people anyway. And at one big swoop, you know, we went from owing $1 million to getting their, uh, their final offer upwards about six times what we owed on it, about $6-something million over the top of what we owed. And uh, so... Everything changed, and, you know, that was about a year of negotiating, talking, this and that, going through it. But when it closed and it was said and done, first thing we went and got was trucks and outreach stuff. Before we got a building, we got the outreach mm. equipment. We didn't go straight for the building. We went straight for the outreach. And um, we ended up not building a new church but remodeling one for only about two hundred fifty grand. So we just said we're keeping the rest, and we're going to go with outreach. So we didn't build. We, we kept and— uh, from our worst to our to the best, and it don't take long. Your blessing is right around the corner. If you just keep going, you will. Mi you can miss your biggest blessing going through your heart. Re learn to rejoice going through a hard place. Learn to give going through a hard place. Yeah. Learn to reach out in your hard place. Yeah. It's and I've heard we say this a lot of time too because people you hear it and people try to make these jokes. Well, money can't make me happy. Well, it seems to make a lot of people sad, you know, mm -hmm. if, if it can't make you happy. But here's the thing. 
if you got to have money before you're going to do the ministry, it's, it's, it's a faith thing anyway. It's faith has the ability to bring everything you're believing. God can get you everything. God owns everything. God can get you anything that you need, but it's not a money issue. It's a faith issue. That's what I keep telling you. It wasn't the money we need. We were doing it without it. We were going to do it. We were going to keep going. But then God just over and above blessed to said, okay, take it to the next level. Now we're going to every state. I say southeast. I like the SEC. Southeast <laughs> U.S. is what the Lord's called us to. From Florida, Kentucky, down this way, all the southeast. We'll let somebody else handle the northeast, northwest, and uh, all of that. But we, we have, uh, right now, we have 18-wheelers, stage trailers, inflatable business we bought, um, a uh, box truck we haul everything in. We have uh, RV we travel in, and we got a plane with this, not a jet, but it's a six-seater Saratoga that we go out and preach, get people stirred up about outreach. And so that's our whole life is getting the, but we're still pastoring in Fort Walton Beach, and that's, uh, we moved that church into, we found a church in the hood, and we have remodeled it, uh, 30,000 square foot building there, and uh, able now to go do what we like to do all over. And recently we went down to the hurricane. I know you wanted to yeah, talk about hurricane, yeah. it was amazing because I'm a, also a district director for RMAI and uh, have a list of people that I call. Mine is a few of our pastors in northwest Florida, but then it's uh, itinerant itinerant pastors that I try to call as much as I can. Amen. I know Tony's sitting here. We don't want to talk about how, how busy we are, but I'm like, man, I'm going to get it. We're going to get it to you. So that hur the hurricanes come down there all the time, you know, and we were calling, and I was watching all the results of the hurricane and all of that, Fort Myers and Naples area, and uh, Lord just dealt with me. said, I got you all that equipment. Don't sit here and watch you. Mm. Go. But I started calling off our Rama list, and it wasn't as many affected Rama no, we churches. Were pretty well blessed. unscathed, Be really blessed. Yeah, and but it Lord worked out a really neat thing when we took a team down there um, to go out there just to be an encouragement and to be a blessing. We took eleven guys and a tractor and a, a little backhoe deal and a uh, excavator, and uh, ended up at this church. That she's not Rama grad, but her, we went, she said her daughter lost everything. The water line was about four or five feet up in her living room, and everything under the water had to be taken out, carpet removed, everything. Come to find out, we go in there and take all of the carpet out of both bedrooms and out of the house, and out by the road, started piling everything up and talk, started talking to her. She graduated from Rama in, did I say it on that video? I think 89? You did, I forgot. 89 but yeah. or so, yeah. She was a Rama grad, which how cool was that that mm -hmm. we ended up going to be being able to help yeah, a Rama grad yeah. down there. Not that we just had to have a Rama grad, but it was cool that it was. Yeah, you know? find family down there. And help yeah, them. yeah, yeah. There's people, like, and there's there's plenty of ministry to be done. I mean, I'll say that too. There's plenty of fish in the sea, and there's plenty of people out there that need to hear what we got. You know, so I still I believe our best season is in front of us. I believe our best uh, in the kingdom is ahead of us. So it's going to be. I think every, all of the years of putting in to people at Rama and putting in the faith people, I just think if we just, we'll just step out on that faith and go see. God just requires faith. He'll just say, will you believe? And if you believe it, I'll finance, I, he'll finance the ministry. You might have to go through some times. I mean, anybody would go start a ministry if they had a $6 million check, <coughs> you know, yeah. Let's go, or would they? I don't know. You know, you might mm -hmm. be. 
might be developing you before he gets you yeah. your, I said this, you know, it, before the fruiting, there has to be the rooting. And if you're not, you, you, everybody wants to see the fruit, the fruit, the fruit. The rooting is where the, that <coughs> farming, mm -hmm. That's he right. brought up farming. You don't go out there and see the fruit before yeah. that root goes down. That's an unseen. And then that comes up and, you know, you, everybody wants to see the prosperity, the, the building, the, the, the ministry, the TV, the podcast, the memes and all that. Yeah. But if you don't root, that's where I think you're going to grow the most before you start seeing that fruit and you're going to have to get to rooting. So Amen. Well, we rooted for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> <It was> like <laughs> rooting for 10 years is what if, but would you root for 10 years and would you do if you knew after 10 years of your hardest things you ever went through at a year 11, you're going to have the best things yeah. you ever had. I mean, I would. But, I mean, you know, in a, yeah. I think something we can learn from this, you know, this um, is a lot of people say, well, God, you bring the money in, th then we'll do the outreach. Whatever. But, you know, you guys were doing this before. You know, like I said, you were broke. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, and because I'm here to tell you most of the time, the money comes in, you're still not going to do it because, you know, you, you know, got something else. I'm, I mean, up. you know, faith is just going out and doing it. Yeah. And, you know, and whether the money came in or not, you were going to do it because because that's what God laid on your heart um, to do. Yeah. And may, maybe there's some pastors or maybe just some people, you know, that work with some inner city kids or whatever that might want to get in touch with you about doing some outreach. How do they do that? Just go to your website. And you go to a championlife.com or my Facebook or, you know, I'm not, I don't want to give my phone number out. Yeah, but, no, uh, no. But so go uh, to you know, know. or go to Roddy Schaefer but, on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't email Roddy Schaefer at gmail.com. Yeah, that, that's go. what I'm looking for. R-O-D-D-Y-S-H-A-F-F-E-R. No C, no A-E, none of that. Just <laughs> S-H-A-F-F-E-R at gmail.com. We're doing outreaches right now. We have 12 states lined up over the next 12 months. And uh, Kentucky, Georgia, been in Georgia a lot lately over in Georgia. Yeah. And yeah. I, I don't have to change my accent a whole lot. No, they'll understand yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. You've I'm been like, down there around Serb City. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we actually we were in Valda Valdosta. Then we yeah. went to uh, Warner Robins, and now we're doing Cairo. We're doing hitting Georgia pretty good. Must be a lot of lost people over there. But <laughs> I always tell people, how do you qualify for, for an outreach? You just got to have some lost people yeah. in town, you know? And we all have it. You can do an outreach right here on this street, you know? We got yeah. churches all up and down this road. But there's people that need to hear the gospel. And, and I was all district basketball, baseball, and the high school quarterback of the football team in Menden, Louisiana. Eighty-six churches was in the Menden, Louisiana phone book. Not one time. I wasn't off in a corner hiding out. Nerdy dude back here was out in front of everything. Never heard the gospel until I was 23. I mean, my whole, that's my whole testimony. Mm. Was that was dr drinking a case of beer every day at 23 and lost $70,000 on riverboats in Louisiana gambling. And nobody left out of the church. So you, to go you weren't tell a very good me. gambler either. <laughs> I was, well, I was at first. That's how they get you in. If you don't win, you're not going back. I won, and then you go give it back to them. That's a long story. We won't talk about gambling. But uh, that's, we did a lot of that every night that you had money. But but nobody nobody said nobody ever witnessed. Eighty six churches in our phone book. Mm. People were good at going to church. Real good at going to church, but not good at going into the world. They're not good at sharing. I don't know how I didn't ever hear, but now we just uh, we go. We like to help churches make noise, go out yeah. in the streets, turn up, turn out, blow up. We take up take over little city parks. We might have five hundred. We registered in Menden, went back. One of the coolest we did was go back to Menden, Louisiana, and did one. We drove yeah. that eighteen wheeler nine hours, and everything was a nine hour drive. 
but we registered about 550 people, I think, and we had about two or 300 salvations. We had signs, wonders. We've had Parkinson's. Uh, uh, this is a small country church in Mississippi, Moss Point, Mississippi. Guy comes up, yeah, worker for the other church, Parkinson's disease, shaking and shimmers and tremors. And, and uh, three weeks later, we're getting ready to go do another outreach, I think, in Orlando. And he texts and he says, Pastor Ryder, you guys, please don't stop going out. He said, I hadn't had a tremor in three weeks. Praise the Lord. Hadn't shook wow. in three weeks. Signs and wonders, we don't follow them, they follow us. We don't go looking for them, they follow us, and they're on the streets, they're not in the church. I just believe God's about to putting on shows in churches for people. Amen. It's outside. You got it here to go out with it. And I just, uh, I, you know, he'll, he'll bless you in the church too. I shouldn't say that because I'm preaching in one tomorrow. But, <laughs> just, <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, but, like Raymond T. Richard said, you know, yeah. it's healing's the dinner bell. Yeah, salvation. It's to call people to Jesus. Yeah. So we everything we believed and learned and got here, I believe it's it all it all works. Yeah. It works is what I'm, everything we believe works is all I keep telling. It's the word works. The word works. And we got the truth. We have the truth. We have the power of God. We have the Holy Ghost. We have faith. We got the word. We got the message. Brother Hagin left for years. This stuff works yeah. if we work it. It don't work if you don't work it. And it don't work. Faith is not a message. Faith is a lifestyle. The just shall live by faith. We always like to say the message of faith or the message of the kingdom. It's the, me the message is the lifestyle. The just is a lifestyle of faith, living by it. You got to take what we got here and live it. Is it. Will it be hell? It might be a, a hard time for a lot, long time, but it will work. Well, we, you're a living testimony works. of what Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy. that he Paul acknowledged that God enabled me, yeah. put me in the ministry because he found me faithful. Mm. Praise the Lord. I leaned into it. He didn't find me laying around waiting on some gumdrops and, you know, candy kisses to fall from heaven. He found me faithful. He didn't say you coast into the high calling. He said you press on press. to the high calling. Yeah. And if you yeah. coasted into it, everybody take it. Mm -hmm. If you've got to press on to get it, it's where you got. And it's just real life, you know. That's just the cool thing to me. That's why I love Bill Bush like I did, and I love the ministries here. Real people. It's just real. It's not churchy. It's not religious, uh, you know. Real life, real faith, real faith works. Yeah. Well, and Paul, he went on right into the Corinthians, <laughs> and he, he, he talked about Peter. He talked about James. He talked about the the 500 that Jesus appeared to yeah. during that period of time when he, before he ascended into heaven. From, and, and, and when he gets on down through there, it's kind of funny. And he says, and me born as one out of time. Mm. And you keep following him. And he said, you know what? I worked harder than all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Yeah. Ministry is W-O-R-K. Yeah. 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 Pastor Chagin said it a long time. Labored more abundantly than all of You mentioned Acts 1-9, too, and I called it Forrest Gump scripture because Jesus isn't doing it anymore. He, we, he said, I behold, I give unto you power to be my, he, go be my witnesses in all the earth, Jerusalem, Judea, then Samaria, then the uttermost parts of the world. Verse 9 says right after that, then he ascended and left. Yeah. It's like he said, that's all I got to say about mm -hmm. that. <laughs> and he took off. That's good. He said, I'm through. You got yeah. the power. Yeah. yeah. Don't start a church with it. Go into the world with it. Don't run over here. And now, start a church. But if that church's not affecting the world, yeah. it's religion. Yeah. We got, and really, as a lot of our churches become religious, and it's non-denominational, is now a denomination. Mm -hmm. And uh, even some so-called faith churches, you know, faith, if you can teach it but not live it, I don't know if it's 
real faith, you know. And uh, Ted, it works. Ted taught Christianity. Ted taught. Get up here and hear me preach and teach and get you, you know. But <laughs> if, if stir up, if you're stirred, you got to get stirred enough to start, you know. I hear people come up to me sometimes. They say, oh, you got me stirred. I said, well, did it stir you enough to start? Because <laughs> if you're not stirred enough to start, you didn't get anything. Are you uh, moved enough to move, you mm -hmm. know? So God, this word works. Faith works. We got here. This is the best Bible college in the country by far. There is no other better place to be than learning faith, right? Just live by faith. What else? I prefer, my daughter actually just graduated high school. She said, I think I'm going to go into ministry straight out of high school and go to the mission field, and I'm not going to college. I said, praise God. I don't, college degree don't impress me a lick. I'd rather you be full of faith. And if you, you can't leave faith to your kids, I don't know what you can leave to them. So this generation right here, and I find out this generation wants to see real faith, mm -hmm. see it in action. Let's go. You'd be surprised, too. We have people at our church that get upset because they are. We have to select 25 people to go on each outreach from our church. There's another 25 upset because they didn't get selected. Make, make the cut. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't I go? <laughs> yeah. They don't want to sit in a church. They want to go out. Yeah. Why? Because that's where you're going. You want to get somebody excited? Get them to lead somebody. To Jesus. I don't pray over the sick. That guy. That guy that I was talking about, the Parkinson's, a truck driver prayed over him that has been taught faith, and he drives our 18-wheeler. I said, Joe, you lay hands on him. He said, praise the Lord. He called out, healing be right now in Jesus' name. And this brother got healed by a truck driver laying hands Amen. on him yeah. and not a preacher laying hands on him. And I believe those, you see some church get excited when you get out and do what you hear in here. You got to hear it before you can do it. But faith cometh by, I say it like this, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God, but faith that cometh that does not goeth is deadeth. <laughs> and that's what you got, dead faith. We got a lot of dead faith and, you know, feed a dead dog all day long. It's not going to get up and start running around the yard, you know? Well, I mean, you, you know, obviously you read the scripture. It says go into all the world and preach the gospel. But then it says these signs will follow them that believe. Mm -hmm. It didn't say these signs will follow the preachers. Yeah. It says them believers. that believe, that, you know, believers. Yeah. A believer still hands on the sick and, and they Praise shall recover. God. So, amen. Well, you know, you know, Roddy's talking about Rainbow Bible Training College is, you know, the, the best two slash three years of, of your entire life. No doubt. Um, you know, um, maybe you're out there and you're, you're thinking, man, I'm, I'm, I'd like to have that kind of fire that, that Pastor Roddy has. You know, um, at Rainbow, I, I got this a few years ago. Um, you know, Raymond, we train visionaries. Yeah. We train visionaries to get that vision, to go out to the world. And, and you know, w whether, it be the, whether it be world like going overseas, you know, to, to a foreign country, or whether it just be going, you know, going to your world, um, you know, may, maybe your hometown or, or, or whatever. But you know what? We train visionaries in rbtc.org. If you'll just go there, you'll find more information about Raymond Bible Training um, College. Um, give us your name. Give us your email. Um, give us um, your your phone number, and we'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call, talk to you more about Rama, set up a time, maybe come and visit. And you know, it, it's there, there's nothing like coming here on campus. Um, also, speaking of visitation, you know, 
Um, we're, we're having our, our, our men's conference right now. Uh, our next big event on campus is, is um, Winter Bible Seminar. That's in February. You know, maybe you can check out and look at some of our events. If you just go to Rhema, R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, Rhema dot org, and look at events. There's all kinds of events always happening here on campus, everything from from college weekends to men's conference, women's conference, winter, winter Bible seminar, camp meeting, you know, it just, you know, if you can come to any kind of event, I, I, every time we have an event, we, we, we get future Rhema students. Um, and our Rhema students are not just 18 years old like most colleges. Our Rhema students, students I mean, you know, right now we're teaching first year, and, you know, a lot of those folks um, are – are mine and Tony's age. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I've kind of you know, been, been <laughs> we're, we're 53, by the wow. way. You know? And, and so, some, some folks are actually older than us, yeah. and, you know, actually attending Rainbow because you know what? Rainbow is not just a, a college for, for young kids, but, but, but it's, it's a place for anyone of any age that feels called to the ministry or feels, feels called to, to just learn more about the Bible, rbtc.org. You know, Roddy, it's, it's awesome to hear about what's going on in your church, and you said a champion life, a champion life.com, a champion life.com. And if you can look him up, um, or in rev- two, two sites to get you there in revival.com and a champion life.com. All right, in revival.com or a champion life.com. Thank you so much for coming, yeah, been a pleasure, and, and, awesome. and sharing. You know, it's just great things that you know to hear, um, what's going on around the world, and you know, you know, to hear someone. You know, Tony and I know you, you know, outreach is, is, is what you do, but, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think that our listeners really will enjoy that. I think that you're we, going to— We just need to poke you a little bit and let somebody ooze out on this microphone. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. worked. Well, praise the Lord. <laughs> Hope you can use it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well, here at Rainbow, we're bringing hope, hope help, and healing, healing to the world. world. God bless you guys. You have a wonderful day.